1: That week off. And I really think what helped us was we, we got a chance to work on us defensively, you know, and just in terms of tightening the screws that has a, have allowed us for a large part um, of the season being just a really good d- defensive team. I thought defensively we were tied together today. I mean, uh, we were really good. We were talking. Um, our communication was great. And um, I just, I just, thought our defensive effort was really good, and that week off gave us an opportunity to improve and and tighten some things that we needed to, and and we were able to come away with the win.
2: That is Hubert Davis talking about the defense that the Heels played uh, on Saturday. It wasn't pretty. Um, Your eyes might have uh, bled a little bit watching that one, but that's the kind of game... These Heels are keep capable of winning in Virginia. Place they hadn't won since 2012. Roll your sleeves up and play some dang defense. Got to give the boys credit for that one, Bone, because I honestly thought their defense has not been the same the last four or five games, and it's worried me from a Heels perspective because I think for this team to be able to reach very lofty heights, I think they got to be an elite defensive team. That's when they played their best during their 10-game win streak. Especially they,
3: stopping that dribble drive like Syracuse had against them, stopping the guard penetration. What's, they can figure that out. They're, they're fine, but they just can't let those guards. When they've had their problems this year, it's when guards are doing whatever they want to do against them. Remember against Villanova? Where, and, and it was a while ago, but there are certain times when it feels like guys will just take over and they can't stop them. Once they figure it out, they're good to go.
2: Yeah, I I just, that's, that's the team defense they need to play. Baycott in foul trouble in the first half on the bench. Washington steps up. R.J. Davis, one field goal the whole game, one of 13 or whatever it was, and the Heels still win the game fairly easily on the road at a place where they never win. I thought that was a great freaking win for the Heels. And this is, if you're just joining us, This is the hoops recap, college hoops, local college hoops, Hornets, all, but it's the non court storming and end of the game Warriors Hornets controversy edition. We're going to save those controversies, bone will get their own segments. So the seven o'clock hour, you guys will get a chance to either be really mad at Flounder or agree with Flounder because he already has got people worked up in hour number one on the court storm. And Virginia is a last four bye. Still, yeah, they're creeping w- down there
3: though. one Nardi as of last night, so they're they're in there, but they're uh, they're getting very close to last four in, and Virginia goes to Durham next weekend, so they've
2: got a you know they're 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 approaching not being in this thing here at some point. Yeah, they're down there in the final.
4: So f- what is it? Last four by. So we're talking final eight. Yeah, they're the so final If they eight continue the to field. completely fall apart, and let's say Wake does what. We've seen Wake do before. He's got them last four. Wake's last four in right now. Yeah, still. They, yeah. they, and, and they find a way to lose a game down the stretch, or maybe they lose in the first game that they play in the ACC tournament. Could we have two teams in the tournament from the ACC? Clemson's in there.
3: Clemson. Oh, You're Clemson. That's right. Three. Three. Okay. You're Virginia least- may put themselves in a situation where they got to win a couple games in the tournament, ACC tournament. That's where they could be headed to at some
2: point. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They're still in that, like, you know, they got a little cushion still. They got a little bit of a cushion. But again, this is according to Joe Lenardi. He's not God. He's Joey Brackets, all right? He's not a deity. So, like, <laughs> the committee's going to decide. Right, yeah. I realize, Bone, we all think Joey Brackets decides. Because wow. he, he for months, he tells us, this is who's in the field, this is who's out of the field. For example, let's go to Wake Forest. And, again, we'll deal with the court storm coming up at 725. But Wake Forest, he finally could he finally found it in himself, Bone, to move them in the field. Oh, that's nice of them. They were 21st in Ken Palm and 26th in net. And he could not put them in the field until they beat Duke. And that's why, like, Flounce talking about them dropping out. Like, if the committee has any sense, which you know, I know you're laughing out there listening to that comment. But if the committee has any sense, Wake Forest, to Maybone, it shouldn't be like they're barely in. Like, to me, Wake Forest should have a few teams at least Behind them. And they should have a margin of error, I believe. They got two quad one wins. They got tremendous metrics I just told you about. Now they got the Duke win. And I'm sorry, man. Committee, use your dang eyeballs. If you don't think that team should be in the field and could beat good teams in the field, then your eyeballs ain't freaking working when you watch basketball.
3: That's what I was going to say. You can have the net rankings and the metrics and all the quad rankings you want. How about we just at times use common sense and the eyeballs like watch wake like they're legit man almost beat duke twice right that they, they took him to the limit in durham that is a legit basketball team one of the more ridiculous things i saw over the weekend and it's actually still a thing right now field of 68 did a bracket on friday night they had villanova ahead of wake forest on the bubble the other night and i still saw villanova on the bubble yesterday mac villanova's had a great decade run of championships but right now i understand their pedigree villanova right now is 15 and 12 15 and 12 but because their net ranking is 38 they get in these bracketology things where it's like guys villanova is not good man they're 15 and 12 why are they even in consideration right now
4: so and- how how is a team like that by the way they are on the bubble where, where is and i know they're currently in the field so maybe that's what it is where is south florida you, so you're telling me you'd put villanova in over south florida in this field South Florida is 84 in the net
3: ranking. That's
2: ridiculous. That's why they don't. You can watch those two teams and tell you who's the better team. Villanova's got three quad one wins, I'm sure, nine in the first two quads. So I'm sure that's your answer why their sure. net is what it is. But here's the thing, though. Wake's net is 13 spots higher. It's like, yeah. so, so it's like I, I just if you go by the net, <laughs> I know. Wake Forest is, I know. is that much higher. So anyway, watch those guards play. Watch Salas and Boopy Miller play. Watch Carr play. What a versatile Big man Carr is, and he was great the other night. I'm happy for Wake fans, Bone. A lot of people, uh, I saw a couple of people trying to rub it in. I think they were Tar Heel fans. Max started hyping up Duke, and look what happened. I don't feel any differently about Duke, unless, Filipowski were to, unless that injury would be long-term. But, like, I don't feel any differently about Duke. As I was hyping Duke, I said, there's a very good chance they lose that game. Top 10 teams this year, Bone, against unranked teams on the road, winning about 47% of the games. Like, this ha- this is happening to everybody. You go to – you're a good team, maybe not a great team, um, but you're in the top ten, you're really good, and you go to a tough place to play like that. Like, that crowd bone, they were waiting for a game like that. That was one of the best Joel crowds in a I, long time. It felt like, at least on TV.
3: I actually was pleasantly happy, not that they lost, but I, I thought that they were running into a uh, – <laughs> I thought they were running into a storm. That's probably not the right phrase to use in the non-storm segment. Oh, yeah, flip was. But I thought that, and I I guess I was kind of basing it off of the way they played on the road earlier in the season. Georgia Tech lost. Notre Dame didn't play well. There's been some moments there where it's like, ooh, I thought this could be one where we go, oh, that's a bad performance. I actually thought Duke played really well. Their best offensive metric game of the season by the Torvik metrics. Defensively, they were bad, but – I, I didn't leave that game angry and worried about Duke. I didn't get angry, Mac, until the celebration afterwards. They lost. Which I'm not allowed uh, to talk about here. More but I, that, that, I did that. I'm 725. I did your not, anger. I did not leave that game. Yeah, I'm not happy they lost, but I didn't
2: leave like, Oh, my God. I actually no, thought offensively, no. they had a hell of a basketball Lake game. Wake has not lost a game at no, home. No, they have not. And check their offensive efficiency numbers at home. They are out of this world, man. Um, all right, so what else, Bone? What else from the weekend? Could be Hornets. Could be any other local college teams. What else stuck out here as we got a few minutes to tie a bow on this non-court storming basketball talk segment? Because next segment's all court storming. But like, what else? Who else deserves a mention? Good, bad. What do you What do you think? That was a
3: really impressive win by South Carolina at Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss took them to the limit in Columbia a couple weeks ago. It looked like South Carolina Mac was starting to regress a little bit back. You know, the blowout yeah, loss to was Auburn. Nice. That was nice. The Stop LSU the loss last week was kind of bad. They had a week off to prepare. I was very impressed on the road that South Carolina handled Ole Miss. Good basketball team as easily as they did. That was an important, hey, we had a rough week, but we're not done yet. I'm impressed that the Gamecocks had that win at Ole Miss.
2: That was nice. That was that was a real big win for them. And a good performance against a good team, man. Beat them pretty yep. easily. Yep. I got to go to Charlotte, unfortunately, man. Yeah. Um, That loss... If you're a Niner fan, that one's like, I, I, listen, Aaron Fern's done a great job. He deserves the full-time job that he got. You still have to be pleased on the whole with this season. But that loss has to make you shake your head. And listen, I thought there was some bad luck involved too late. But, Bone, they've now blown. And one of them was against the first-place team in the conference, South Florida. But they've now blown two leads of 14 points or more on the road and lost them. Uh, yeah. And this Tulsa team, Bone, had four wins in conference going into that game. And Charlotte had a 14 point lead in the first half. And they and they do, here's the thing, unfortunately their defense is fairly consistent, but they can go through an offensive lull. And that second half, they scored 25 points. No one other than Patterson could really score the ball. Um, I thought at the end, though, Bone, I thought that that bank shot is oh, just ridiculous it bad was. luck. Not even a three-point
3: shooter, right? I think that's the story with him. He just threw up kind of like – he it's, didn't granny shot it. I don't mean that. He just threw it up in an It's a prayer bank
2: three at the end of the shot clock, and it goes in. And I actually thought Charlotte got screwed on the foul call at yeah, the end. I, 100%. Patterson did go for the pump fake. He did get up in the air. But I thought he did a really good job of t- twisting his body once he realized, oh, shoot, I'm up in the air. He's going to try to get a draw foul. I thought he laid off of him, and if there was any contact, it was like the jersey's grazing. And they called a damn foul. So I thought Charlotte had bad luck, but here's the thing, though. Charlotte, you had a 14-point lead. You couldn't put it away against this team, against this Tulsa team?
3: We're going to talk to Aaron Ah. Fern on the show Wednesday. They got the massive game coming up on Saturday. Uh, South Florida will be there. We thought the ECU environment... Was uh wild when South Florida now that's comes in big. with their season pedigree they have that's going to be a that's going to be a, big. a massive massive event for the Niners.
2: State and Clemson win too. Um, uh, the DJs were great for State. Uh, Clemson, I'm telling you, I think this team is going to be tough to beat in the ACC I, tournament. Yeah. I really do. But they're very got, very veteran. They got what Zach, four yeah.
3: four seniors and a junior, and we know in March that when you got experience like they had, guys that have been there done that, Clemson's. I like, the way I, they're playing. Path, man.
2: I like the way they're playing right now. Um, but I also want to mention your New Look Hornets, ladies and gents. They restored order. <laughs> they restored order yesterday. After a blip, a loss to Golden State on Friday night, they win last night. Portland's terrible, don't get me wrong. And they had guys out, including Scoot Henderson. But the Hornets defense is really something to behold. Because I like for them to, you know, when they when they came out bone as the quote unquote New Look Hornets. And we're hitting threes and stuff and passing the ball all over the floor and spreading the floor. Like, that makes sense with all the shooters they acquired. But what is crazy to me is a stat you gave me off the air, right? They were That's the, where all the good stats go. They, so I'm going to make sure it gets on the air. The, they were the they were worst in defensive efficiency all season. And since they made this trade, they are the number one team in defensive efficiency in these six games or five games, five, no six. Since they made the trade, it's freaking unbelievable. Because you never would have thought adding Bertans, Misich, and Steph Curry uh, would, would would like turn you completely around defensively. These guys just care.
3: So it wasn't about Cliff or getting had a coach. It was about Cliff not being able to get these guys to willingly defend yeah. until he got new guys in there, Mac, that are that playing, for, it. They're playing for a lot. Grant Williams and, and Seth Curry are back in their, their hometown. We have guys, Mac, that are either beginning their careers like Trey Mann or we have guys that are trying to hang on like Bertons. I'm not saying he's a great defender. I am just mean all these guys, Mac, have reasons to go out there and give everything they have every night and you're starting to see that these guys are willing to go out there and do what it takes whether it's defense toughness of Grant Williams whatever it takes this group is buying in to what Cliff is selling
2: yeah and these games weren't pretty this weekend the loss was real ugly on, offensively on on Friday this game was kind of ugly offensively although Nick Richards was he turned into Wilt Chamberlain Nick Richards been playing some ball, man. He really has. Yeah. The Mark Williams thing's frustrating that he can't get out there. The Lamella thing's definitely frustrating. Nick Richards, I think you made a good point on his on his affordable salary of five million a year. The extension he got, it, he's worth more to them to keep than trade, especially Because right? what are you going to get, what what are you really going to get for him? But he's a solid backup center who's had to be the starter for most of the year. Yeah, and you
3: want to hang on to the big bodies that are serviceable or even better than that at times. Because Mark Williams, man, we I mean love him, but there's got to be some when Mitch Kupchak comes out and says it's not career threatening like he said a couple weeks ago it's like how bad is this thing? I mean I, we do, I wasn't thinking about his career being threatened so how bad is this thing so yeah, yeah keep your keep your big bodies Matt can you make a uh make a wind noise because we're going storming here man can you make a wind noise Mac? you got storm w- is out yeah, yeah, not, don't knock
2: Kyle <sighs> Filipowski down storm <laughs> I can't make a wind right, noise don't Mike. do it <laughs> There we there go. go. There
3: Everybody, you go. brace yourselves. We're going court-storming. Philip Basky, watch yourself. <laughs> it's the Mac and Bone Court-Storm Controversy Edition on Sports Radio, 92.7 WFND. Seven of the mac and bone show is sponsored by unbound.org a girl in kenya dreams of becoming a doctor an elder in guatemala dreams of being part of a community reach out and change their world and it'll change your own unbound.org
1: mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the mccrispie only at mcdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba Whether it's
0: audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Disappointed,
4: we lost. Uh, but look, for me, it's... I'm more concerned about the the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. Because Wake played a big-time game. Salas was... As good as could be today. And, and hats off to them. But you look around the country and Caitlin Clark something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is gonna be. He sprains his ankle. And it's one thing like when I played, at least there was 10 seconds in the court, you know, you would storm the court.
2: That's Duke head coach John Shire calling for the banning of court storming. After uh, the Wake fans stormed the court, amazing win for Wake. We covered that in the basketball only segment that was earlier. But now we have to get to the storyline that is so big, it is being discussed on uh, the CBS uh, National Morning Show right now. That's how big of a deal that this is. And I think it's in large part because it involves a Duke player. Yep. Um, not, I, Marquette's not getting on CBS. Uh, I'm not thinking so. CBS this morning with Nate Burl, Gail King right
3: now is breaking down the film.
2: And maybe this is the incident bone that, that gets gets the storm banned. Maybe it is because the fact that it happened, a star player, not a regular player, a star player is hurt any place for Duke. I, I This is such a, sto- a storm, no pun intended, of things that make this newsworthy and talked about. I do wonder... This is at least going to lead to change, whether it and and I think at the very least you have to get these schools to put enough security out there to make it known that we are going to get. The five opposing basketball players off the floor, and then you can run out there. They have to find a way to do that. That's what Seth Seth Greenberg said at Virginia Tech. We pulled this off. You were the well, You were the
3: favorites but, going into the game. You knew you had a great opportunity to beat Duke. That it's Duke, and students stormed the court. No one has stormed more than than Duke. Is that the chance was high that something was going to happen? I talked to a. A broadcaster this weekend that has experience with these things that the referees go to the scores table at the five-minute mark, four-minute mark, and they say, are we ready to go? This could be happening here. Do you have the plans in place? And yet you still allowed students on the court at 0.7 seconds to go. So, Yeah. You could say Filipowski was moving kind of slow. I don't know. He he definitely was, but but he was getting lost in the wash, even on the hop with those kids running the the
4: court.
2: I I have a hard time blaming somebody when they get run over by, there's hundreds of people running at you. And by the way, the dude that everybody apparently feels so bad for, the dude that people think is a victim of Filipowski, he is the one that, as CBS Sports pointed out, is running at him, taunting him. Just, Just run past him. You know what I mean? Like, I just. the One that, kid did run past him and came back and put his hands on him. Well Yeah, he was on the other side. And he That's the guy pushed. he was talking about in the postgame. Filipowski was that kid. I, I just, I thought Seth Greenberg, nailed it. it's up to game day operations. And you talked about it, too, to be prepared for that and to be better prepared. And I don't understand. Shire said it. Shire said he played in games where the court gets storm, got stormed on him. And there was a 10-second period. Um, I mentioned Florida State. I know for a fact Florida State storm bone on Duke and Carolina. And it was one of those games where I noticed they had the rope area where they got the players to. And the players were roped off behind the benches. They were able to walk, and everybody else is out on the other side. I guess yeah, like, you had a Just down. somebody spend the money on enough security and somebody plan correctly, or then you got to do away with it. If you can't do it in a safe way, then you got to do away with it.
3: We are approaching a disaster, whether it's a serious player injury a fan approaching a coach or a referee or a player whatever the scenario is or Mac even just these students running on the court they're running full speed they've got no awareness of their surroundings the girl that ran in the woman that ran into Caitlin Clark was on her phone taking a selfie so we are we are headed for a disaster Mac where if one student falls God forbid there could be a trampling situation here and what's going to happen when that happens when a student, a student gets injured or, God forbid, worse. Haven't we Because seen, they get run over. There's no organization.
2: Haven't we seen event. punches thrown? Haven't we seen players? Football we have before, into right? it with fans. Is yeah. that
4: field storms where that's happened? Yeah. I don't think I saw, they've ever, like, landed, but they've come, like, real close. They yeah. might have
2: shoved the guy. I've seen a, I saw a player, I forget what SEC school it was, just shoved the girl. A female fan running. Oh, his I remember. So I don't remember too. the school. So, like Ten- we, Tennessee. Maybe oh, was well, yeah, Bar- yeah, Jermaine Albert? Burton,
3: maybe Well, for Alabama. He got involved in something. I, I just
2: we've seen stuff that that, you know, is. Right. That 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 shows what could happen. And plus, we, we don't have to be that smart to figure out what could happen when all these fans run on the court screaming. some of them are yelling at players. Um, Some of them aren't sober. They're college kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's a horrible mix. Players just lost a tough game. You're probably if you're getting court stormed, you probably just got upset or it's probably a tough game to lose. You're not happy. I mean, it's just a combustible mix. And if they can't figure out a way to hold off the students, then they can't do it. Um, Now, Bone, it is happening on the text line like you knew it would. Barron, our guy Barron. Who usually is singing happy songs for us on the show is now going to make you angry, Bone, because he says that Kyle Filipowski forearm shivered the guy. Uh, okay, and that's yeah. that's uh, that's how he even, said this. First of all, he did it. even started. Even if he did,
3: you've got a thousand people running at you. One guy yelling at you. How would you handle that, Baron? You're just gonna go, well, it's good to see you there. Good to see you, young man. Welcome in. No. You got a thousand people running at you. Emotions are high. So let's not all act holier than now that we're all just going to walk away from that peacefully. I don't think he did anything. He's got a ton of people running at him. But even if he did, let's blame the student for being in a place he's not supposed to be to begin with. He's not supposed to be there, man. He's not. He's well, not, but you can blame both. But I can't. Both, Yes, 100%. Oh, if this was Armando Baycott, you'd be having a Senate hearing <laughs> today about it. If he stuck his leg – first of all, if
4: Armando <laughs> stuck walking. his leg out – You would be all – if a
3: state fan
4: ran into Baycott, oh how would you act yeah. yeah. today? you want the death penalty for the Truthfully, state fan. how would you act today? I, I mean, if he did what Philipowski did, I would There's say, no, look – There's
3: no 0.0% chance. But if again, a, if I'm Bacon not got saying – You guys are doing a an emergency podcast
4: this morning about how to change the laws with reform.
2: Here's the no, deal. I w- Here's- oh, my God. It's not going to change. Because, me <laughs>
4: no, I'm not like you guys who love the court storming, love field storming, and then now no. when this scenario happens, all of it's a sudden Duke, everything's got to change. It's the I do really love it. i got to be Duke, honest. It just kind of happens. It's, it's, the Duke, it's hate it's
3: obsession. You need it like oxygen. You have to play the game of gotcha. You have to try to no, figure out. that's not You have to at try all. to figure out. Did Philipowski move fast enough? Did he trip a guy? Was he doing it on purpose? Is he faking an injury? I've heard it all this weekend. It's an obsession with trying to figure out how to blame Duke for something in a spot where there's no blame for Duke, other than maybe Shire getting him off the court quicker. But Steve yeah. Forbes did call a timeout, and that allowed the students to also organize it was, as
2: well. This is a problem. If this guy played for Washington State, I have a hard time believing all these Tar Heel fans would be up in arms at what the player
4: did. Well, it'd be you a what what I mean? conversation. Y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't give a damn. No, wouldn't it, it wouldn't would be a it. conversation, and even, I would have the same mindset. No, I, 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 like, both of them are to blame. You you I, I shouldn't have stuck your leg to, out and tried to trip CBS a guy. Sports, out.
2: sports.com. Let me say my piece on this bone because I am on your side. And I find it absurd that people at Flounder and many others are blaming Philipowski. First first of all, I want to send 500 people screaming and running at Flounder and see if he does not stick his arms out. Someone called it a forearm shiver. You wouldn't brace and protect yourself if people are running past you on both sides. There's no way you just stand there and just say, "Hey, just run into me. Let fate be what it is." It, you, everybody will brace themselves and put their hands out. It's a natural reaction if people are running past you on both sides. And as for this step, I just watched it. Everybody go to CBSports.com. They do a whole thing breaking down all the different video angles. Okay? Tar Heel fans, this is mandatory reading for your asses. All right? Um, go read it and go watch the overhead view. And you think, I, I, I just find it crazy that you, that you think that's a trip flounder. He is stepping because and, 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 he's putting his arms out, and he's taking a step as he puts his arms out. He's putting his arms out as a defense mechanism because a dude, first of all, was yelling something at him, running at him, and he's just putting his arms up. It's a natural thing. I just I I cannot believe I disagree. People are blaming Philip. You disagree because it's it, Duke. That's why you disagree. No, period. I'm, oh, I, yeah,
4: okay. But there won't be another scenario like this because it doesn't seem like anybody else ever has a problem of getting off the court when the court gets stormed when players are out there. Because that's handled so, better. We just went through Florida State's got a whole system down where they would allow been storming to, courts all year with players on Florida there. Florida State, State got a whole hurt. system so down. I down don't, don't really, know what to tell Florida you.
3: Florida State had a whole system down that we saw where they had the rope up and players went behind. It. I think Coach K did sacrifice the walk-on players one time out there because he yeah. had to, but Roy did it as well. But the nah. Florida State had a system down, so that's why it doesn't happen. Why are they on the court at zero point seven seconds? Yeah. And the game. I mean, that's ended, a great question.
4: It's a fair. It's a fair question. And again, I am not saying that he is the person to blame for everything. Like first, the fact. Oh, the matter is the way to solve any players getting injured or anything like that is very simple. You either stop court storming, you wait, whatever it is. The court storm was is the biggest problem here. But I do believe that he, when he sees this guy coming, because you can see it if you watch the video, he sees him coming towards him, he hears him yelling at him, and he says, hey, this guy's coming at me, he's if yelling, a, I'm going to trip him and shove him. If a student, he's right if there a student in front is yelling at
3: you on the court, are you just going to go, Just you're not going to defend yourself? He's running right plander, at him. Get plander. in the dude's face. There don't don't, no, don't stick your leg out cuz you're gonna no, There he's walking. Cuz he's going to get hurt. No, he's not. There is he's no there is, No, is, he's
4: not. You don't know what walking is, is. You're watching
2: it slow motion, man. You're, watch it in fast Planned. motion. Take off That's the, the way to take catch off everything. The Tar Heel ABD glasses and look at it the way I'm looking at and it. And I'm looking at it I the like exact same way, I like Carolina. You are not There's no way you can be. 100%. You are looking for a reason to blame a Duke player you probably don't like anyway.
4: I, 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 that's I mean, he's irrelevant to me. me. He doesn't really do anything. He, just, uh, he hasn't killed me. You what just, has he done? You
3: just said my point right there. You just said it without even knowing it. What? I said, you're watching in slow motion. And what did you say? That's how you catch stuff.
4: No, so but, but that's
2: how you, that's you're, you're how you see if something you're like working, that happens. But why you're would working. you even think? Like, why did you go on there and start looking to see what Filipowski did wrong? I didn't. Most I saw normal, the slow-motion video. Most normal human beings just watched and said, holy crap, man. Something's I saw be the, the slow-motion video
4: and well- – I saw. Yep. It looks like now he sticks his what, leg out to trip He's fast, taking
2: a step and he's putting his arms out again. I'm going to tell you right now, Flounder. I swear to God, I'm about ready to recruit 500 listeners to run right and I would your make Sar it out. Ass. There is no, no problem. There is Guaranteed. no way. There's no way they're running on both sides of you and you don't put your arms out. Zero percent chance. It is a human reaction. To put your arms up. People are running past you on this side. There's no way you just, just keep on standing there and just let him run past you and possibly truck your hiney. Well, I'm not there worried no about way. him shoving
4: the guy. I don't think that's the problem. I'm saying the reason he said in the post game that he got hurt because this dude targeted him. I don't care what you say about the guy that shoved him in the back. That was not who he was talking about. He's talking about the guy that ran in in front of his face, was screaming at him, and that's how he got hurt. You have the clip. You literally have the clip.
2: You're the one that got the clip over there. You're the one that gave the clip to us. He literally says, I was targeted. People told me I got shoved in the back. Like,
4: that's well, what he, he, was, he I Somebody thought gotcha. he was talking about the guy, both. I think he was talking about both of and them. I what he was like, and Josh
3: I, Graham works in Winston. He told me what he was talking oh about. He's objective. God. to the He's more on the Wake side than the Duke <laughs> side. So, Flounder, you know more than Billis, Fraschilla, Greenberg, Spatola, Dykes- Kellogg and Seth Davis about the I mean, these there's situations.
4: plenty of other people that watched it and thought the same, who? The, the who? same thing. That, who? that radio team in name, Richmond? Name them I mean, I mean, I've, on the I've seen Will Compton, <laughs> Randy Scott of ESPN said Will the exact Compton. same Will Will Compton. thing.
3: Busted with the boys. Barstool <laughs> hates Duke, by the way, so there, there's a great one for you. All well, that's bas- your Duke fan mentality these, that's kicking in All these in, basketball minds, you know more than they do. Friends, yes, friends, uh, Yes, I watched it. Seth Greenberg. You didn't watch it? No, apparently not. How often does Seth. They're not worried about How often, Matt, does Seth? Greenberg go to the Duke side of stuff. Ever. <laughs> Very rarely. Fran Fraschilla said if you think Filipowski's to blame didn't he, didn't he call people idiots on Twitter? Basically, or you never see yeah, basketball yeah, in your life. I'm,
4: I'm going to trust what Fran Fraschilla so has you, to say. Go watch so, another tape so of an overseas prospect. you know more prospect. about these guys I, in the, You're wasting you, my time on you you television. You know more Fran. than
3: these people in the game than they, than, than they do.
4: Yes. No more, or, or okay. maybe, yes, I've again, said and watched flounder. it. I know what I see. Or I don't flounder, care what they flounder. say. Once Fraun, again, Fraun. Maybe,
2: maybe they're just looking at it as unbiased observers, and maybe you're a little biased. Maybe you're a little and biased. It's that simple to me. I, Caroline, think, I like, think they're it's just, it's Heel, they look fan. at it do. You it think than it's I a do. coincidence that Tar Heel fans are the ones on your side today? You think that's a coincidence, or you think they hate Duke so much? That they want to see that well, incident they can have their and own blame narratives. Duke. They can and have listen, their own narratives. I would hope I have credibility on this because I I absolutely went off on Grayson Allen. And I went off on Coach K for slapping Grayson Allen's wrist. I would hope I have credibility on this because of the way I acted in that situation. And now I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not afraid to blame somebody at Duke. But I, I'm sorry. I don't understand how you can blame a guy when everybody's running at him. Somebody's taunting him on the way over like that he put his arms up. Like, and you wanted him to get off the floor so he can't take a step flound? That's a step he's taking. He's a seven foot man. His step a little bigger than yours
4: over there, Hondo. Like, seriously. That's not a normal step. Oh, um, I man.
2: The two guys you
3: said, <laughs> the two guys on your side were Will Compton and Randy Marsh. Who is Randy Marsh? That's the guy. Did you say Randy? Oh, that's the guy from South Park. <laughs> Who's uh, the other guy on your side? You
4: Randy Scott. Randy from Scott from Sports
3: <laughs> Center and Will Compton were the two guys. Not all the basketball people that are on your
4: side. Well, it's not a basketball play, so how are we breaking that down? So we're breaking down fundamentals of the game for so, for someone running at you on a court or on a field? How does that make it's sense? It's just
2: people that just have been around the game and been around court storms. I, I, I think that's what we're dealing with I mean, with football
4: here. players have been around field storms now. Football is more
3: spaced out where people can get away a little faster at times.
4: But you do have more players. You there's do have more, more
3: players, players, but there's
2: more room to operate. Um, But anyway, I got to be honest, Will Compton, entertaining podcast. He's not the guy flound that I'm going to for the answers on this. (laughs) Sorry, man. Like you like get in that bus and bro up with some great guests and have some fun guy talk. But like I did not come in here this morning. I wonder what Will Compton thinks about the court storm. I did not come in here thinking that today, but I do care what people that are in basketball think about it and think about whether or not it should be banned and how it was executed and all that stuff. And again, I'm sorry, man. I just think you, I love you, but I think you come across as biased. There's no way you would ever blame a Tar Heel player for this. There is no way that someone could storm the court on the Tar Heels and you would find a way. I'm telling you right now, Armando Baycott could have a chainsaw and cut the head off of a fan running on the floor. And I don't even know if Flander would blame him. Flounder, it would, it would
3: never happen because they don't do it there for logistics and just other reasons. If a Duke fan was running onto the court, would you be supporting the Duke fans
4: for running onto the court? Well, if, if there was a storm, all, at, no. if there was a
3: storm at Cameron, just hypothetically speaking, it wouldn't happen. But if there was and the Duke fans ran into another opposing player, what side would you be on?
4: Probably, i it, again, it'd have to deter. I'd have to look you and would see what ripping, actually happens. You
3: would be ripping the Duke fans for being on the court.
4: No, because I'm not biased at, like you guys are claiming. I mean, if you fan, would, if you they, would, because you defend do, Duke. Are you I mean, dude, if a Duke fan ran into a player, what would you say? If a Duke fan, Again, I would have to see what actually happened. Yeah, he'd watch he'd the break slow motion video recaps. He would blame Baycott for, for asked, a big step into a Duke
3: he, fan. He'd
2: ask great basketball mind Will Compton how to <laughs> handle this situation. It's crazy. Flounder is getting so much reaction. Flounder, I know you believe this and you're passionate about it, and it creates great radio. And uh, but I just, I just can't believe people. Blame Philipowski because for and I, I, just was, I was they, shocked
3: by it. They need Duke, they need Duke to be involved in these things. Jason they want says, it so Jason bad. Jason agrees flip kicked out. Period. They want it so, so bad. Steph, actually, they, they're upset. Obs- there's a Duke <laughs> obsession. No other team becomes a headline and a talking point because on, no other team actually finish. has this happen. Let to me finish. Them. You said They're smart, let they get finish. off the floor, they let figure me it out. Apparently, let me finish. No other school. Is a headline with Gail King talking right now on CBS this morning than Dukas?
4: Congratulations, cool. enjoy it then,
3: because you have to have the you need it. What like you need it like you need to breathe like oxygen. Was you this have, the to, next you chance? have to try I, to find Duke. I, I wish the, this the university, university
4: didn't exist. It'd be so much easier no, you in have, life than you you dealing have with this You have to it.
3: You need it. You want it. You want to hate Duke. It's your favorite thing to do in the world. Not you not wake even, up this, I don't even you, hate you
4: guys you, the most. That you, the, you, I wake up,
3: you wake up this morning and you put on your Duke-hating <laughs> slippers uh, and your Duke pajamas. You poured your Duke-os, your duke Hatos, for your cereal. You have uh to to have it. You uh, need it so bad. All right, ding, ding, ding. Take ding, us to break, man.
2: Ding, ding, ding. The fight's over. By the way, we, we, we will read flounder reaction text later on the show. Um, many disagreeing, very interesting. It's animally. amazing. Only one fan many base. Agreeing. Many only, are agreeing. Only one fan base, though. <laughs> all right. It's so funny how that works. When we come back... We got to do weekend conclusions, ladies and gentlemen. What did we learn? What did we conclude this weekend? A uh, Cam Newton fighting off three jabronis might come up. Sports Radio 927 WFNZ.
3: This 7 of the Mac and Bone Show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance.
2: see <laughs> all right we got emotional the texters are very emotional very emotional we will have some flounder reaction text coming up later the good and the bad ladies and gentlemen as uh, we roll on on this show but someone thinks that flounder walks without feet
4: but walk with your feet behind me. I you. actually walk with my hands, guys. It's very impressive. <laughs> All right. Let's
2: let's let's focus on something else here, y'all. Let's focus for some, on something else. We will have Panther talk on the show today. A bunch of interesting news items, including a much larger than expected salary cap. Extra money for Dano to spend, baby. We'll talk about that later do on the, the show. Do the Saints get more money, too, out of this deal? Yes, they do. But uh, they're still, they, don't worry, they're still about $30 million in the hole right now. Well, this now. morning they are. Um, uh, but anyway, let's get to weekend conclusions. Bone man, what do you have, kid? What do you have?
3: Mac? Mabel is in a contest and she needs your vote. Go to at T-Bone WFNZ on Twitter. This is the Kiwanis Club Coolest Dog Contest. Mac, you put in your votes yesterday. If Mabel can win this Coolest Dog Contest, not only does it go for a great cause in, in the uh in the charities for the Kiwanis club, Mabel could have her face Mac on a craft beer can somewhere. That
2: would be sweet. And
3: she gets an interview. (laughs) She gets an interview on WBT radio over there. So you go on a media tour. So I don't know if she'll come on here or not, but Mabel would go on a tour. She gets her face on a beer can, but she's in a battle right now. The voting goes on for the next month. Check out the link at t one WFNZ. She's behind the dog right now, wearing glasses and a sweater. So she's got She's got to make a move here. A dog's wearing glasses. I got to admit, hard to beat that.
2: I bone. I got to tell you, I love this. This is a great charity thing. This is why I got it. I'm going to put anything she wins
3: towards senior awareness stuff here.
2: This is for charity, by the way. Your money's going to go to charity. Um, That's why I voted ten times for ten bucks. My wife also voted five times for wow. five bucks, but I got asked uh, the Kiwanis Club here. Uh, where are my votes? My uh, votes did not get counted. No. We got to stop the steal what? here. What? We got Yeah, what? my votes, my, mine or Christina's votes, did not get counted. We're going to stop the steal. I have a press conference scheduled, Bone, for a local construction company where Rudy Giuliani will speak at the podium <laughs> on my behalf. What? All right, and his makeup will be running down the side of his hair dye will be running down the side of his face. This is a steal, and we have to stop the steal, Bone. I'm very upset about this. Very upset. I can't
3: imagine, Mac, that there's a voting process that <laughs> votes wouldn't be counted.
2: This is, I'm telling this you, man. is This is egregious. Y'all gotta look into this, y'all. Well, Come it, on, it, get it, Maves 15
3: more votes, y'all. She's in second place right now after a, a day on the uh, in the contest. She needs, it's gonna be a month-long thing here, though. She could take the lead today. We got to okay. make sure that she wins
2: this. Thing. Okay, it's a long, it's a marathon, not a sprint. All right, this is it's not a just a win for Mabel. Well, this is a win for WFNZ. Someone find my R15 votes, please. That's all I'm asking. Uh, Bone Man, um, uh, I have concluded for the four millionth time that Cam Newton is a bad mama jamma. You can come at Cam Newton with three doofuses from top shelf performance. Some group that puts on, uh, you know, organizes teams. For flag football, this was at a Cam flag football event, which, by the way, he doesn't have to do this with his time. He does this to help the youth, give them an outlet, right? He's coached flag football teams. He's put on events. He doesn't need three doofuses that are supposed to be there as as an organization that also is supposed to be looking out for the youth that play on their team. But these three guys, and you all saw it on many of you, I'm sure, in the viral video at at this event, uh, attacking Cam Newton. In broad daylight, but Cam Newton, you better cut, bring a whole army if you're going to get Cam. Cam Newton fought off all three of these fools. The way he fought off defenders, Bone, all the time when they came out. At that time he took on all 11 Atlanta Falcons tacklers <laughs> Very and got the damn first down. And the man's hat, the most amazing thing, is the man's silly hat did not move one centimeter. Cam Newton's a bad dude, Bone.
3: Where does his hat rank all time? Where he's got the hair through the top of the hat. <laughs> That was the thing that people were most into. That fact that Mac, he was throwing dudes in the bushes, almost down a hill for crying out loud. Yet the hair in the hat didn't move. <laughs> that's really an all That's an all-time hat performance. And I
2: was trying to watch, like, somebody's like he had one dude by the backpack and he had another dude by his head. Like, I couldn't even see what was going on because I was transfixed on the hat the first five times I watched <laughs> it. I'm like, this dude's hat is just standing tall, baby. So Cam Newton, way to fight off those fools. But that's a shameful occurrence there, man. And a lot of people have said a lot of these seven and seven on events you'll have a lot. I think you were talking about it too. You have a lot of incidents. That's kind of sad. But anyway, Cam Newton. Won 1v3, you're going to need a bigger boat, baby. You're going to take down Cam. My next conclusion, Mac, is Rick Pitino
3: might be a fraud. (laughs) Last week, he went viral for just decimating his basketball team. It was bad, man. The facilities, the athletic ability of his player, and sure enough, they won at home against Creighton yesterday. And now we hear from Rick Pitino, Mac, with Steve Lapis on the postgame show about, oh, what a plan this may have been the whole time. Flounder?
4: This is the closest group I've had since Providence in terms of being together. They are a wonderful group of young men, and I was trying to rattle a cage a little bit to get them to play like this tonight, and they were brilliant tonight. I'm real proud of them. Mac, when you heard Patino... The last, There's a method to when his When you madness.
3: heard Patino Mac annihilate his team publicly last week, did you think this is all part of the motivational... He was legit mad, and yeah, now he he's playing ticked. it off like he did it he up? He was her.
2: ticked. And it has worked, by the way. they played great since then. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Because these kids probably think they're playing for their scholarship lives. Right now. Holy crap, that's what coach thinks of us? I better pick it up. So it worked, but no, I tend to think he was just so angry he couldn't contain himself. By the way, he finally apologized. It took him like two more press conferences later, and then he finally apologized. It's all part of my plan, Lapp. But now, three press conferences later, he's telling everybody this was his plan. Now, now it's the tightest group of players he's had, Max, since the late 80s. <laughs> By the way, he had the Scarface suit on again. He did. I? Did, that look is just... I don't know. Can he pull it off? I think younger Ricky P might have pulled it off better. I don't know. I, I don't think he's pulling it off. Do you think I him? could pull
3: off a suit like that? I'd look like <laughs> Orville Redenbacher or Colonel
2: Sanders. <laughs> Definitely not, man. Definitely not. All right. My last conclusion for the weekend is Charlotte FC is back. And I really think I'm not trying to matter, curse y'all over there, Dino. But I really think this might be their best squad yet. Boom, they're not even a full squad yet. You know they're looking to add a couple of DPs. You know they're looking to add guys up front. But they're, they have stocked themselves with good young players. Tavares was really good the other night from Crown Legacy. They have a really nice system in place with that great Crown Legacy team. And these guys have gotten a chance. 16-year-old Nfasha Berkey Moss gets trusted by Dean Smith to play like the last 10 minutes of a one-goal game. And he's 16, and he just turned 16 two days for the game. He's ridiculous, man. And Dean Smith trusted him, and it paid off. The defensive ba- The defensive backbone of this team – and the way they, they they are so safe and controlled at the back is, is different than Latanzio's wide open style of play where you would get punished for it at the other end. I think it's going to be a great season. And the atmosphere, the only thing bad about the atmosphere is that I wasn't part of it because my team had a soccer game. I couldn't get over there in time. But bravo to Charlotte FC, bravo to Willie and Jess. I'm very excited to have them back in the Charlotte Sports landscape. Them and the new look Charlotte Hornets at the same time. Whoa. Pinch me. Pinch me bone. Seriously? No, no. Uh, okay,
3: because I don't I said pinch, not punch. Uh, okay, 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 I'm sorry. Uh Mac, the site Book It Sports did a tweet the other day where they put out an odds list of the top, I'd say, you know, twenty places you can drink a beer at, and it did it by odds. The the best of the odds was an airport beer
2: was the best of all the odds on the list. What's your favorite place, Matt, to drink a beer? Oh, we're gonna have to get back into this. I love this topic, man. I like sh- I like uh shower beers. That are was, good. That was, I uh, like back porch beer
3: on a Friday night. Airport was the uh oh, Airport led the odds. Happy hour was second. Beach beer was third. Uh, pre lab before class was fourth.
2: <laughs> this might be a separate topic. Pre show, a five thirty in the morning pre show downstairs. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> That's going to have to be an nasty audience, man. The best beer drinking spots in your life. When we come back, the Hornets and the Warriors had a dust up
3: at the end of the game on Friday. We're going to hear audio from Draymond Green. We're going to break it all down. And how good of a sign was that 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 happened for the Hornets on Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ. Thank you.